queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. So we're recording this on Halloween. Hope everyone enjoys their day and everything. Let's get the sad news out of the way first. This past week, Ring of Honor announced that they're going to be running throughout the through the rest of the year. And then at the end of the year, um, no contracts will be renewed. And anyone anyone's contract who goes after that date will still be paid. But basically, they're suspending operations for the first quarter to reimage the product, reimagine the product. And it's just, it's, they're having to make changes to their business operations. They're saying they're going to be operational back in April, but you never know. But um, several talent uh, are having to scramble and try to figure out what's next. So uh, Kayla, your thoughts about whatever, what, what happened this week? Um, It was actually kind of shocking to see that. I mean, I know they had said a couple times that they didn't think Rig of Honor was doing too well because you know we've heard that a while back but um having our you know recent guest you know Trish Dorr just got assigned to it you know mm-hmm. we were proud of her and then um not too long ago we had Sledge on there which honestly he actually got me wanting to watch it yeah um and then lately I had just recently started um liking Dan, uh, Dan Hansen you know seeing some of his stuff so it's just it's it's just crazy how it is. Um, I have seen rumors. I don't know. People are talking about it, um, but it may just be a rumor. Certain person uh, made a comment saying they think Tony Khan's going to pick up Ring of Honor. I don't know what it's going to happen. Um, I've even seen that Vince McMahon might try to pick up. Well, like we've been talked about that. Vince McMahon might pick it up, regardless of what happens. Um, they get new management. That's great. Um, but there is a lot of talent in that brand. I'm not familiar with everyone, but you know, the ones I named, mm-hmm. you know, there's still a lot I got to learn about. I mean, there's just a lot of great talent in that brand not to wrestle. So um, regardless who buys it, um, all I can say is, you know, I wish them best. I hope they get up and running. If not those great wrestlers, I hope they, they find their home again because, you know, Ring of Honor is their home. That's what they know. So um, it was just sad just to, you know, hear about it because I was just now getting into it, you know, thanks to Sledge, you know, trying to learn, you know, some of these people, you know, I'm slowly, you know, working my way into impact, Um, you know, so hopefully things work out for them and, you know, but if they get signed somewhere else, I wish them all the best or whatever new management comes up. I mean, we don't know what's happened. I mean, Ring of Honor is up in the air right now. so. 
all we can do is sit back and be like, well, is this person going to get it? Is this person going to get it? Are they going to come back? Or are they not going to come back? So mm-hmm. us Queens and Jester, all we can do is just throw our ideas out there. Exactly. Hey, so. Yeah, no, exactly. And everything. And if anybody wanted were to pick it up, I figured I would hope anybody WWE related because it's like Tony, uh, Tony Khan and AEW tried that partnership with Impact and that's fallen on its ass big time. And the only people who benefited out of that were anybody elite related and Christian Cage, excuse me. So that was like a sad opportunity waste, especially for their women. Jolie? Well, my thing is ROH does this. We're no longer within pandemic reasoning. And so to me, it, I, I have zero clue what is going on. But if this was WWE doing this, everybody and their mother would be shitting on them in the IWC. Mm-hmm. so the fact that you know it's it is a horrible situation and i'm I'm playing like you know I, I do feel bad for everybody that is involved 100 but i'm also like you know oh you're a wwe uh drone you're an e-drone you're a wwe no i like wrestling i will watch what i want to watch yes i mainly watch wwe because i don't pay for fight tv i don't have time to watch roh and pay for some of the stuff I, I don't have time to watch New Japan because I'm not staying up or getting up early to do that because I do have other shit I have to do in my life. I'm sorry. I will watch shit on YouTube when I can or I'll watch it on uh, on any other platform that is free for me to watch wrestling, plain and simple. But, you know, the fact that if WWE did this and there is no pandemic, when it's basically everybody's getting their vaccinations. Every venue is opening up with parameters. so what the fuck like you know I, I just i mean i get that they lost money throughout the pandemic but you know to play devil's advocate i i kind of find it bullshit you know how are you going to do this to the people that have been busting their asses during the pandemic to put on shows without audiences to try to create revenue to try create everything they're going out and doing everything they can but you're like yeah no we're, we're not going to run anything for the rest of the year your contracts are done have fun finding new work and then you got won uh saying oh tony khan has reached out to multiple people on roh and he's going to sign them so people are running with that story which is complete and utter bullshit uh, it turned out to be mm-hmm. i mean he might have reached out to him because you know i know don housing was on jericho's cruise and yeah, it's something with Jericho. So, you know, there, there are people that they can bring in, but they're not going to sign them the full length contracts. It's going to be like a one and done or a, a five and done. It's not going to be a, a complete full, you know, elite contract. It's not. Right. They're AEW dark. I could probably see some of them doing. Yeah, but that would be it. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like Mike Bennett, he, he's going to get shit on and he was doing absolutely fantastic work. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully he goes to Impact or NWA. Hopefully that he can go over there. That would be 100% perfect um, for him and for Maria since she is on Impact. Um, but they just made a women's champion. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying, oh, no, yeah, no, it's gone. It's like that commercial with the guy with the dollar bill. Like, oh, oh yeah, you almost got it. You almost got it. Oh, now it's gone. Like, dude, it's fucking bullshit. It's horse shit, number one. Like, I mean, I like I'm. Honestly, when I read that, I was legitimately pissed off for every wrestler. I honestly was. Because these men and women have put their health on the line. They've put everything on the line to try to keep this company afloat. And it was actually becoming really good wrestling. It was probably 
better at times than AEW. Mm-hmm. At least their women's matches. Yeah, agreed. And so it's just like, you know, they they just completely, I feel that they shot themselves in the foot. It's like, well, how come, and this is me thinking down the line. All right, well, okay, so their their contracts, are, they're basically getting paid throughout the end of the year. Right. Okay, that's fine. WWE did the same thing with the 90-day uh, no-compete clause. They paid them through that time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they are, they're getting their paid, and it's basically almost a 90-day complete clause because it's, actually, no, it's less than, it's 60 days. So they're getting yeah. paid 60 days, oh, a little bit over 60 days. Yeah. But still, it's just, it. how are people going to trust if ROH comes back? And again, that that's up in the air. It's a 50-50. Can it can't? We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know the situation. We don't know everything about it. But if it does come back, how are not only wrestlers supposed to say, well, what's going to stop them from doing this again? Uh, the fans are going to be like, what's going to stop? Like, you know, why do we want to support a company that shuts down or constantly has issues? The best, the best thing is if someone like Tony Khan, like Dixie Carter or um, Jeff Jarrett, or Vince McMahon, or Stephanie McMahon, or Shane McMahon, somebody who knows the wrestling business and knows how to be a part of the business, whether or not we all know Vince is an asshole, holds grudges, bullshit, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, there's one thing we all know about Vince, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He will love wrestling and sports entertainment until the day that he leaves this earth. Okay. So, you know, if somebody like that were be able to refinance and take care of ROH and take the library and keep it out there for everybody to see and, you know, make ROH back to what it was. All right. Not originally what it was because, you know, I remember the, the 3 a.m. ROH shows in college when it first started and they're like in some weird back room of a bar and there's five fans and they're walking out of the bathroom with curtains, you know, so it was, it's, they need to go back. They need to go back to the roots. They kind of need to, if they're going to revamp and they want to make independent wrestling the big thing again, they kind of need to do what NXT is doing. Go mm-hmm. back to their roots. Right. Because what NXT has been doing has been absolutely fucking fantastic. I mean, I, 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 will, I have to flip back and forth right now because I watch so many shows Fall TV is now back. So it's like, okay, this channel. Okay, okay, commercial, commercial, commercial. Like, you know, you're like, or I'm watching it on the phone. It, it's just, you know, a very tough situation when you're trying to watch stuff. And it's like, you know, NXT has been fucking killing it. And I'm excited about the shakeups. And I'm excited about the uh, the UK tour. And Peacock, WWE, please show the fucking Walter Cesaro fight, please. Yes, please. Oh, my God. That is a fucking pay-per-view level match. I am so jelly for whoever goes and fucking watches that in person. And, you know, I'm so happy that Dewdrop gets to go and faces uh, Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair over there. And yeah. then Ciampa's going over. I, I really love the fact that they are bringing some NXT superstars into this. Um, Raquel Gonzalez was seen uh, uh, doing a dark match for before SmackDown. So yeah. I think she's getting called up. 
which hopefully she gets called up. Uh, a certain pink haired person follows her to beat her with a shovel some more. Um, <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> I know we will, but still, I mean, like, you know, I want that feud to continue. And I feel like, you know, bringing it up to the SmackDown roster or the Raw roster would help pull everything back up. So it's like, what I feel is that, you know, while ROH was doing great right now, I think to get people to trust back into the product, to trust in the wrestlers and trust the people running the company, you have to get back to the roots and just, just go from there. And it'll be funny if WWE somehow gets a hold of it because isn't like one of some of uh, AEW's early matches in that library of ROH. <laughs> so that'll be funny as hell. I'm sorry. I'm a petty bitch. Uh, it's all good. It's all good and everything. But um, for the sake of everybody involved, yes, I do hope they come back and everything. And you mentioned like them just crowning a women's champion and everything. Props to Maria Canales Bennett. Cause it's like, she put her heart and soul into getting all that together and everything. And it's just, I know she was like one of the ones that was completely gutted by this, but to be continued. Yeah, that that's exactly my point. Like they were trying to, unlike AEW, I'm sorry, I will constantly shit on AEW's women division. If I had to see another Serena Deeb match, you know, when you've got all those women on dark that are just sitting there on YouTube and they could be on fucking Rampage or Dynamite. But no, you want to put the same fucking people over and over and over again. And there's more women and better women that you're just shoving and shitting on on YouTube. Not everybody watches it on fucking YouTube. Agreed. I don't. Like, it's bullshit. Maria put her heart and soul into elevating the ROH women's division. Props to her. Um, And I know our buddy from England, uh, In My House podcast, has an awesome interview with her check that out also we want to send good thoughts to chaos theory oh god yeah i saw i saw that buddy i hope i I mean prayers are with you i hope i hope i hope you're doing okay i hope it's nothing serious and just yeah just prayers with you buddy I, i saw the tweets and you always have a home on our show very very much very very much okay breathe musa okay Let's get to Tuesday. Halloween Havoc. Holy shit was there a bunch of Havoc on that show. We had several title changes. One that Kayla was extremely pissed off about. We had a, we had a return. And we had a rookie show up, show up big time. That main event, Braun Breaker. Oh, my God. He took it to Ciampa big time. He, he is his daddy's son. <laughs> he, he is... Both his uncle and his father wrapped in one complete fucking package. I don't like the name. I wish they went with Rex Steiner. I honestly do. But get your head out of your ass. But I understand. I think some people were saying that he wanted to get his footing on his own without being associated with the Steiner last name. From what I've read, I don't know if it's 100% true. Do not say that I'm speaking gospel. I'm just going off of rumors and innuendos that I've seen online from other shoot writers, other podcasters, other people that I do seem to trust because they apparently seem to be on level when it comes to their content. Right. Unlike ringside. Um, I blocked the rest a long time ago. <laughs> right. But it's, um, 
it's amazing to see that this full package guy is making a name for himself going against one of the best. And I was somebody was, I was talking with somebody about this, like, you know, if this was Ciampa's last match, if he lost the title, what do you think Ciampa should Ciampa go up to main roster? Should he, you know, retire? And my thing is Ciampa should constantly stay in NXT because if there's a bar that anybody needs to surpass, it is Ciampa. Tommaso Mm -hmm. Ciampa is that bar now. And I feel that you need to have that bar in NXT when bringing up these people in the way of FCW when it was indies and homegrown and making them your own, you're molding them. And I think he's the best person. Him and Thatcher would, I love that teaming and I hate the fact that Thatcher got hurt. And I would just like, honestly think that, you know, if you're going to have anybody train the next generation of wrestlers within WWE, it is Tommaso Ciampa. Right. Kayla, what'd you think about that main event? Um, of what I saw it, um, it was one hell of a match. Um, what's his what's his name? Breaker Break. What it? Ron Ron Breaker. Ron, Ron Break. Yeah, I don't like the name. Uh, <laughs> I want to call him Beaker, like a whatever. Oh God! But <laughs> I'm just gonna say Braun. Braun, whatever your name you is. You do not insult the Muppets like that. <laughs> Beaker is not a meathead. Beaker goes me 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 me. That's Cameron Grimes. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> but anyway, you saying it was one hell of a match. I mean, you know, with um, Champa retaining, I mean, he he basically had to work for it. I mean, it was not just an easy boom boom. All right, Pena, you're done. I'm champion. I mean, he had to work for it. So. Of what I saw, I mean, I haven't actually sat down and watched all the way through yet, but, you know, it was one hell of a match. And, you know, and I'm pretty excited. Like Jolie has stated, NXT's on fire. This, yeah. you know, this reboot. So um, it's definitely not over for Braun, and I don't see it being over for him and Champa. So, you know, whatever's next. So, yeah. so congratulations to him retaining. Um, I did Goldie. love Champa's, Champa's costume. Him is look. No, it was Kratos from God of War. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Don't argue with the pop culture chick. Yeah, no, <laughs> no fucking way. No, 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 no. Oh man. Oh, I, I do have to admit, it is kind of like I do have to like pay attention, a little extra attention to NXT with all these new faces popping in and out and everything. But it is, but it is exciting. It is a new look at everything. And then, of course, this past week we also did get a. Uh, first glimpse at uh, Baby Oose. Baby Oose. See, see, Lowen. I, I forgot how you pronounce the last name and everything, but it's like I, I could, I could see him like wanting to make his name, but uh, without like uh, putting the Uso on his name yet too, and everything. So, but yeah, that's like we can't image. tell. Yeah, exactly. It's spitting image. It's like hello. Yeah, I saw that picture and I was like, oh, it's another Uso. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Another bloodline uh, member. <laughs> right. All right. Let, all right. We got to let Kayla get her frustrations out. Tag team titles have changed hands. MSK lost to Imperium. Kayla, floor is yours. <laughs> I will give kudos to Imperium um, for winning the tag team titles. 
because um, you guys had, what, three matches like up against them, and it took you three times to beat them. Um, but the fact that MSK lost the titles, um, they gave us one hell of a run for 200 days in NXT. Um, they showed that they could top anyone, beat anyone. Um, the fact that they had as much respect for each other, like I don't know how many times, you know, one of them get ready to tap out in a submission move and the other one's right there, just grabs their hand and like, nope, 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 you're not tagging out. You're not, you're not doing this. Um, they've made history from the Dusty Cup, came in, won the tag team titles, held them for 200 days. Am I upset that they lost them to Imperium? Yes. Did I know they were going to lose them eventually? Yes. I just didn't want it to be to them. Um, I'm not going to disrespect Imperium. Um, I'm just a little upset that it was them because those two, uh, I just don't like them. Every time I hear the damn theme song, I feel like Jaws is coming. You know, it's like, no, I mean, but anyway, um, congratulations to Imperium and, uh, Wesley, Nash Carter, MSK, you guys dominated. I don't know what's next for you, but um, I'm excited to see what is next for you because um, you're up there with the Usos and New Day. You're one of my absolute favorite tag teams. Um, but honestly, I, I would still love to see that match that I mentioned a while back on the episode. So anybody that's creative, listen to this. Give me RK Bro versus MSK for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Hell no! <laughs> Fuck that! Hell yeah! <laughs> Give me the Usos versus MSK. I'll take that one too. I will take that one too. Both of them, both of those tag teams, that would be, I think, would be a good. Still would be good, but I like the Usos too. So, but hey, both of them. <laughs> Bring them to the main roster and make them tag team champions up there. And it was nice to see the crowd more behind MSK this time. So in the respect and, you know, the tag team countdown I was doing on the Twitter for EDF. I, I, yes, New Day and MSK, you know, got a longer post, but, you know, I, after that had happened, I'm like, okay, we're going to show them respect. Cause I have nothing but respect for them. Everyone was behind them. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, they're one of my faves. And then the fact that their shirt in the shop happens to be my favorite color, green, you know, made it even better. So, um, but yeah, nothing but respect and, you know, excited to see what's next for them because we haven't seen the end of MSK. So what they lost it, you know, so what they lost the NXT tag team titles. Hey, anything's possible. So, um, but kudos to Imperium, but um, you had to work for it, guys. Mm-hmm. you had to work for it and it only took you three times to get it so i mean <laughs> i guess you had to i guess you didn't want walter on your ass no more it's probably why you stepped up your game <laughs> <laughs> you realize walter was never happy every time they lost their tag team title championship match. it was like <laughs> nah nah he wasn't jolly I I knew they were kind of losing because I've heard, again, rumblings that they're probably going to get called up to the main roster, especially with all the bullshit that's been happening because of a certain little bitch's family that decided to talk shit about them. Yeah, uh, if you don't know, Izzy's family is a bunch of cunts. Sorry, they are. 
They're the ones that started the rumors about MSK and they are thriving off of the fact that that little child got famous from Bailey and Sasha. And right now, you know, I, I don't think she deserves to be anywhere near associated with Bailey and Sasha because of all the bullshit that she, that her family has put towards MSK. Sorry. I don't care. Y'all mad about it. It's out there. It's true. <laughs> it's out there in black and white. Multiple people have stated it was because of her mom and dad that all the bullshit was happening for against MSK. She has been blocked on both personal Twitter and wrestling Twitter and pop culture. So, yeah, I don't like that little brat. Little bitch. <laughs> bitch, brat, whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, uh, I just have a feeling that, you know, I feel that MSK would bring something to the tag division on main roster because they seem to be doing a little bit more with the tag teams. You got the New Day, you got the Usos. Um, now you got Umberto and Angel Garza. Hit row. Hit row. You know, there, there's so many more opportunities, I think, with tag teams and stables. So I feel that, you know, MSK could come up on either show and just rock it out. Um, I mean, there are rumors that they might be breaking up the Street Profits because a lot of people feel that, no, 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 because a lot of people feel that they want a singles run for Montez Ford. Montez? Okay, yeah. yeah. That's the only really, really reason why. It's not like a bad breakup. It's like, you know, so Montez, because I, I feel, you know, I want to, uh, Montez versus Damian Priest or Montez versus uh, Dijakovic when he goes, if he wins the, the uh, title. I, I would like to see him in a singles competition. I don't see him re- elevated to champ world champion yet but like you know i would like to see him go for a title either intercontinental or united states to be perfectly honest i feel that he is he is there and they they have they both could go for titles it's it's honestly you know it's very plausible Mm -hmm. so um the match was fantastic you can never count out msk in anything and you can sure as hell not count out imperium in any match and yes it does sound like the jaws theme uh, that's one of the reasons why i <laughs> fucking love it <laughs> jaws is one of my all-time favorite uh horror movies um but yeah no that's one of the the best horror flicks ever i'm sorry i don't care what anybody says it's just that the fact that the the whole lore about Jaws, just to go quick Halloween since this is Halloween, the right. fact the fact that the shark didn't work half the time, and they would have to use stock footage, and that made it even scarier because you rarely saw the shark. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I've 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 watched like a lot of Halloween like a Halloween specials, and they were talking about it one time like. The shark didn't work half the time. Bruce did not work. That was the name of the shark. So I saw something about that. But yeah, uh, but Imperium, I feel that they're going to run the tag division and it's going to be a good division because there's so many good tag teams out there. And the Usos brother is going to be a fucking powerhouse. But I want to get to my favorite match of the night. The fucking women's triple threat tag team match. Holy 
crap. Indeed. Did you have to try to kill EO like that? Jesus, fuck. Damn, that was a hard fall on those ladders. And it's like, EO's not, EO's not that big. No, she's not. Like, that match was everything that I wanted in a triple threat tag team ladder match. You know, it, those three teams gave me Edge and Christian, Hardy Boys, and Dudley Boys feels. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For real. Like, I actually absolutely enjoyed it. And the fact that um, Toxic Beauty won. Is that what they're called? Toxic Attraction. Yeah, similar. But, you know, <laughs> but, you know, it, it was just, I, I kind of like them. And it does get Zoe Stark and EO away from each other because I feel Zoe is a better singles competitor. Um, I feel that she learned a lot from EO. And so EO can either go main roster or go back after the title against um, the champion, mm-hmm. which I have small issues with, but I'll, we'll get to that when we get to her, that match. Okay. But yeah, no, I just felt that this match was everything I could have wanted. And to kick off the show, it set the tone for NXT. And that's the types of matches that you need to have. Like SmackDown. SmackDown started off with Charlotte and Ring, Sasha and Shotzi comes out. And that match was fucking amazing. And then Shotzi just, she did the heel turn which was absolutely mwah, chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that match was everything. You need to have a good starting match or a good promo to start a show. And since Halloween Havoc was kind of like a takeover event, it was perfect. Yeah. Oh, and uh, can, can we start a petition that every year on Halloween Havoc, Chucky be the host? Those little clips were him with, with him were genius. They're, I loved them. I love he the behind the the, every year. I love the behind, like you know, the pictures with like all the different superstars, and then like you know, I, yeah, you're yeah, I, I Chucky for Hall of Fame. Fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, your thoughts on the triple threat? Um, it was um really killer. Um, how it kicked off the um how it kicked off the um, show was awesome. Um, but I do agree, uh, Chucky, that was kind of funny. Like I said, I saw clips of it. And was it was it Shotzi? One of them, I don't think it was Shotzi. Somebody, somebody had their foot on Chucky. Like, they, like, like I saw a picture that they, like, they pinned him with their foot. Um, <laughs> I don't remember who it was. I'll have to think about it. Um, but, um, yeah, congratulations to Gigi Dolan and um, their name JC Jane. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, you guys showed up. You made a statement. Um, you showed that you're ready to fight. Um, I did like EO and Zoe as tag team because their chemistry was kind of just like eh, I don't like you, but I got a title, so I'm gonna have to like you. Kind of attitude you know, but they did respect each other. Um, but I am kind of excited to see what's next for both of them because, um, you've actually stated this before Kat, Zoe Stark is seriously a female breakout star ever since she's stepped into NXT. Mm -hmm. Um, so 
Um, excited to see what's next for her. EO, definitely excited to see what's next for her. Um, but EO, I hope you're all right, girl, because that was one hell of a hit off the ladder or onto the ladder. I mean, kind of made me cringe a little bit. Um, but kudos, girl. Um, make those tag team shine. And I'm glad you guys won it, but what about a tag team that's been trying to get those tag team titles? A certain tag team, Miss Caden Carter and Casey Catazzaro. How come they haven't gotten those titles? Yeah. I mean, that kind of bumps me a little bit. Um, but hey, maybe this is the next strike. Who knows? They might. I mean, as the draft hit, there was a lot of um, tag teams split up for the women's division. Kind of maybe they might move up to go up against Rhea and Nikki. So who knows? Um, but excited to see continue what um, women's division has um, for the women's title. So congratulations, Tox- to- the Toxic Attraction. You nailed it. So what can I say? Right. And the trio is now draping with gold as a certain, like Julie said, pink-haired lady returned, cost her old tag team partner her title, and Miss Mandy Rose is now the new NXT Women's Champion. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a street fight. It was a met. It, it it was chaos and everything. And then in the end, Dakota got her uh, revenge, and Mandy is now dripping with gold. And Jolie, you said you had an issue with this. Okay, so where the fuck was this in WWE? Oh, the ruthlessness and the... Not only that, but what the one thing that bugs me is that you have somebody like Mandy Rose, and I'm not taking away from her skills, win the NXT Women's Championship, and you couldn't have Becky Lynch win it? Are you fucking kidding me? So you're now, you're now telling me that Mandy Rose will have a shot to be a Triple Crown winner. And Becky won't. That's bullshit. That's my issue. Okay. I, I, I see that point. I see that point. I see that point. But no, uh, I'm actually very proud of Mandy. And, you know, I love her friendship with Sonia. The fact that they've been so close. And, you know, this hasn't destroyed their friendship or relationship, whatever they have in real life. Unlike another certain set of superstars that fucking break my heart. Assholes. Mm. Swear to God, I'm going to buy them fucking therapy. I shit you not. I will fucking buy therapy for Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair to work their shit out. Dr. Shelby! I, I No, no, no. I don't, fuck Dr. Shelby. I'll get a real fucking psychiatrist to fix their shit. Fuck that. <laughs> Dr. Phil, where the fuck are you? <laughs> but no, um, I just, I love the fact that, you know, all the support that Mandy has gotten and she literally... That that knee move mm-hmm. that, that's kind of akin to a Shinkata, Shinkata, like you know, but it's her height. <laughs> um, was it's just fucking deadly, and I mean, there were funny gags, you know, the whole Jason mask with the fire extinguisher. Um, you know, it was just a very good fun match, and the return of Dakota Kai with the pink hair and the shovel. It's very symbolic that she used the shovel, um, because like what a lot of people are like, oh, they're buried, they're buried, they're buried. That's all we hear from the internet wrestling community, right? The toxic little cunts that they are. And yeah. you know, a lot of people thought that Dakota was buried when she was 
the sidekick to Raquel. So it's very kind of symbolic that NXT would use that, whether they did it on purpose or not. Um, I am going to enjoy this program even more because we all knew this wasn't done and over with. We all knew this was going to come back. We all knew that that hell, rain and hellfire was going to come from this this um, tumultuous relationship at the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to enjoy that, and I would love to see EO versus Mandy Rose right now. Kayla, kind of agree with Joey a little bit. That um, I mean, I'm happy for Mandy because you know it's accomplishment. But the more I think about it after uh, she has said that, still possible that she would become NXT champion at some point. You know, rather WWE throws it in there. Um, but the fact that she is champion, like I said, showed up, made an attraction, you know, showed that they were toxic, um, was awesome. And the fact that the Grim Reaper showed up with a shovel, Mr. Dakota Kai took out Raquel. Raquel, did you really think that Dakota forgot about you? Um, but um, kudos to Mandy for becoming NXT Women's Champion. Um, and if I, I guess I would go with EO too, if I had to see someone take her out, but, um, this is going to say NXT is on fire. Mm-hmm. It's a brand new day and it's a brand new NXT and everything. So we'll, we'll guess, a, we'll have to see what happens next. Oh man. Okay. So Monday was the season premiere of Monday Night Raw and everything. Uh, let's see. We got a new number one contender for the WWE title, Seth Rollins. You ain't getting it. <laughs> yeah. I know y'all couldn't see it, but, uh, Jolie expressed my thoughts exactly on that. <laughs> and then of course, uh, Miss Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair had some words again. And even though this is going to air, this is going to drop after Monday and everything, they will clash for the raw women's title this time man can i just say i actually agreed with becky and don't get me wrong i love bianca belair but how many times has bianca had a fucking title shot in the past month alone bitch get to the back of the line i'm sorry you've got rhea ripley you've got nikki ash you've got uh tamina you've got uh dakota uh tegan knox there are other women that deserve a fucking shot at that title and just giving it to Bianca where she let her fucking earn it. Fuck, Liv Morgan. You heard yep. when Becky brought up Liv Morgan, that arena went fucking nuts. Right. Like when, you know, Bianca, like I said, don't get me wrong. I love Bianca. She is an amazing athlete. But come the fuck on. Now, see, it's different on the SmackDown side. Sasha has been out of the title picture. She only had one title shot and her and Charlotte have excellent fucking chemistry together. And so do Charlotte, uh, Becky and Sasha as well. You know, we all know the love between Sasha and Becky. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but you know, you, you have Liv Morgan, Tamina, even though she'll never win the title, but it would like to see a match with Tamina again. I, that's that was Becky's first win in WWE was against Tamina. Hmm. Um like to see her against Nikki Ash. Reminiscent to 2018 when they were over in England or S- Scotland. Yeah. No, it, yeah, it was yeah, it was England. And 
Nikki Ash and Nikki Cross debuted on Raw with Sanity before Sanity went boom. And you know, I'll it was- play with you, Becky. Yes, <laughs> I love that. That was like, oh, it's like that was one. Of the, that, was, that was a cool moment on SmackDown. So you know, like you know, I like a throwback to that. Um, we never got the finish of the Rhea Becky match in NXT. There are too many fucking choices for the t- the title to st- to constantly give it to Bianca. Now, I don't want Bianca winning the title right away. I'm sorry, I don't. And I feel that if she loses on Monday, she needs to get her ass to the back of the line. And that's going to be the only way you're going to elevate your women's division. And again, you know, going back to the title exchange and whether or not it was frustration from Charlotte's part and from Becky's part over how the women had been booked. This, we just went over the three year anniversary of fucking evolution and the women have now gone backwards. They've devolved. They have de-evolved that women's division. Even though it is one of the best fucking divisions in all of wrestling. And it just pisses me off. So like, I can understand if that was partial frustrations or if they're literally still fucking pissed about a three-year-old fucking comment made about looks. Which, again, I'm sorry it happened. But Becky has a job to do and she has to tell, say what she's told. Mm-hmm. so it's just it's just frustrating that you know bianca gets right there once again at the front of the line and she's had what four months three months or since SummerSlam, she's it been in the title picture yeah and months. it's like okay you earn the one shot after SummerSlam. that's fine earn it again make her earn it again which will make me be more invested just don't fucking hand it Right. That, that's my whole issue with that. Okay. Sorry about that, but that like that whole segment right there, like I was literally screaming, Becky's fucking right. Oh, by the way, uh Vince, uh you do now also have officially drafted a purple headed woman who's blue pink. No, 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 no. She died in purple. She died in purple. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh that she is been hungry and wanting to get some time can we please get me a fucking yam on tv again this is bullshit <sighs> it's what cat bullshit what is it cat what the hell bullshit <laughs> it's a tiktok <laughs> oh there's like this little this little kid go it's what'd you say bullshit what'd you say bullshit oh okay i was fixing to say i was like did 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 Y'all like me here and saying bullshit or something? I, I don't watch a lot, a whole lot of TikTok. I that that's my nephew's department. Oh, Kaylee, you want to add anything to that? Other than I agree with Jolie, um, I love Bianca. She's one hell of a wrestler. She has been in NXT, um, and then when she came up, won the Royal Rumble, SmackDown, and because you know she made that history making moment, you know, with Sasha Banks, and it's the fact, you know they tore that arena down mm-hmm. um and i understand after losing your title you know you do you know get a rematch i understand that but that should be it she's had multiple title you know arrangements even if it's a single triple threat whatever um it's it's not her time um so i mean eventually she'll get another title reign 
I know she will. But there's other people, um, like Jolie also stated that, you know, we would like to see, you know, yeah, she may be a tag team champion, but put Rhea Ripley back up there. Um, especially someone that's never held a title in their WWE history, not even NXT, Liv Morgan, um, somebody that shows up and deserves it, um, trying her best to get up there. So, um, Bianca, sweetie, I hate to tell you, which more than likely the man will manhandle you on Monday Night Raw. So just do us a little favor and just step down after you lose this. I'm sorry. Let someone else have a spotlight. I mean, you've had your chance multiple times and you couldn't get the job done. And I would also like to point out when it comes to elevating other superstars, there's nobody that does it better than Becky. There's nobody Mm -hmm. that does it better. I mean, like I said, Becky messaged Mandy Rose telling her congratulations. Becky is constantly trying to figure out new ways and better ways to build up the women in that locker room. We've heard multiple stories these past couple of weeks, you know, coming out how Becky is the locker room leader now that Bailey's not there because right. Bailey is the other locker room leader. And you know what? That's what I, when Bailey comes back, I don't want Bailey and Becky to feud. I want Bailey and Becky to go after those tag titles together. I would like, Ooh. I would like that team for a little bit. Okay. Um, the role model man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> It just popped in my head there for a minute. Oh, man. <laughs> the last role model. Like last role models. Okay, got it. <laughs> last role models. I like that, yes. <laughs> um, But no, it's just, I'm like, there's there, there's chemistry between certain women. And Becky and Bianca have that chemistry. But Becky has, I've never seen Becky have a shit match. Except for once. Survivor and Series. The Survivor Triple Threat. Yeah. Where both Becky and Bailey had to slow down for Shayna. Because Shayna at that time was a more slow, methodical wrestler. She's gotten better. Shayna has gone, she has improved so much in ring since being up on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have been enjoying her, um, her cruelty on smackdown definitely uh but yeah no but becky has never had a bad match with anybody i mean i loved her match with Zelina vega there's another person that could go for the title yeah we got Miss- we got the queen oh yeah i i love her She's, her twitter feed has been fucking great dude she has been fucking fantastic 100 she has been fucking fantastic and then it's like Friday night with uh, Xavier and Kofi, and like bringing like a uh, hit row on that in, the, in hit row in that segment and everything is just. <laughs> and I like the fact that they're not making him be heelish. No, that's that's been one thing that I was absolutely terrified about making uh, Xavier heel. But I feel with having the Queen, that balances it. Mm-hmm. Where she can be the full heel, and then he can just be himself. Yes, his lovable, goofy self. See, this is uh, this is why I love. I mean, it's like people need to shut the hell up because it's like for the longest time, it's like 
They said Big E had to get serious to be a, a world champion. Eh, failed. Uh, Xavier has to turn heel now that he's king. Eh, not happening. It's just like, let these men be themselves. That's why we all love them. Love them now because they used to get on my nerves at first when first New Day first got together. But it's like, let, let these guys be themselves. That's how I was about them. Like, uh, cause they were what heels when they first, you know, debuted and it was just, then once they turned face and kind of stayed face, you know, they're like, that's why they're the number one spot in the, you know, EDS sports wrestling tag team. It was hard for me to choose between them and the Usos, but the more, you know, I thought about it, they just make, make it fun. <laughs> you know, they've had so much history, so much compliment, accomplishments, flying pancakes, unicorn horns, bootios. I mean, they got pan- a trombone over Francesca. <laughs> I mean, can't forget about Francesca. I mean, they dominated and they're still continuing to dominate, you know, and then the fact that, you know, Xavier Woods got his childhood dream. He's king of the ring. And then what he made Kofi his what? sire or something like that he, sir kingston sir, I, like, okay something like that but you yeah. know this is the fact the love you know even if they're together like right now every time they're separate biggies on raw they're on smackdown but the love that those three have for each other they still look at each other like brothers you know so it's not like and believe it or not i'm actually proud of wwe that is one stable when they split them up they split them up the right way they didn't make them you know turn on each other which right I give them credit on that. A lot of them, they're like, all right, dude, you go out there and smack him with a chair or, you know, smack him with a sledgehammer, you know, something, you know, they didn't do that. And for once, that's what makes them the greatest. New Day is just so much fun. <laughs> Man, sheesh. I remember, I got to tell you the story. I was at Night of Champions one year and uh, this is like after like, New Day started to get over and the crowd was like chanting like New Day rocks. Uh, one of my best friends, uh, Sandy, she texted me. She said, uh, tell the crowd it should be New Day sucks. I'm like, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're over now. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Speaking, Kayla. Of, sp- speaking of heel turns, do we think Damian Priest just won heel? I think T-Bar or Dijakovic pissed him off. I don't think it's a full heel turn and everything. I just think he just pushed the wrong damn button. I don't know. What do you think, Kayla? I don't really have an answer for that. Um, but it could go either way. Like you said, Dajakovic might have pushed him the wrong way. Um, because that's I I mean, I mean he does new ha- he does have new music, so I mean I mean, anything's possible. I'm not quite sure. I wouldn't say it's a heel turn. You can look at it that way. Um, but until we continue to see what's happening, um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say just not not right now. Um, but he continues to push his buttons. I don't know. He might – Dodger COVID might just get his ass kicked or something. Or anybody on there. But right. I'm, I'm going to say no. I don't think um, – it was a full heel turn yet. Um, if it was a full heel turn, um, my mom will be mad about it. She's kind of mad that they changed his music. 
So um, we'll see how that goes. Right. See if uh, see if Mama gets met even madder, or Mama is like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think, Jolly? Is it? I don't know. It's got a little bit darker, a little bit scruffier. So it could be, but either way, I still like him. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like his. Uh, people were like saying like his weren't too thrilled about like the music at first and everything, but it's like uh, with the music and the graphics in the back, it's kind of like a angel and demon heaven and hell like split personality and so it's just like he came out of he came out of first and everything and it's like it's like the lovable face that lovable face champion that everybody loves and then of course the Djokovic during the match pushes his buttons and bam devil come out <sighs> all right Kayla any final thoughts for the week final thoughts for the week um other than Everyone kick ass, especially Becky Lynch on Monday Night Raw. That's all I gotta say. Kick ass. Show her, show her you're the man, and nobody takes your title. And uh, just give her a little push back to the end of the um, end of the women's division. But no, um, just like I said, it's been one hell of a crazy week for wrestling. It always has been. It seems like it seems like when times to record, we have like multiple things we got to talk about, or multiple things, you know different things so um i'm excited to see what next week brings of um wrestling so yeah jolly um i can't believe it's november almost right right and don't forget this saturday night um well sunday early sunday morning our clocks fall back an hour yay but other than that um i really have nothing else to say um becky charlotte fix your shit because i hate seeing that friendship implode i'm sorry that was like one of the most wholesome friendships ever and it breaks my heart that they're going through this shit and you know it just sucks it really does yeah but i hope everybody had a good halloween hope uh nobody was stupid enough to give out their edibles to children like dude seriously did you make it that report like uh we're giving out warnings to families about worrying about these candies right here. And everyone in the comments is like, bitch, you stupid. Nobody's giving out their fucking edibles. Those cost $20 a fucking pop. Like, really? Like, why? Nobody's that fucking high and stupid. You would think, huh? <laughs> and if they are giving out their edibles, then bitch, where? Oh, man. <laughs> I've actually never had any. <laughs> oh, neither have I, but I just... I just find it fucking hilarious that they think that that people would literally who pay like just for a pack of like four gummy bears, it costs like 20 bucks, depending on the strength. Mm. Ass. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.